Welcome to Mind Muscle Mastery. We are here today to deliver a platform that will help each listener lock themselves into a continuous state of personal and professional empowerment. We want to deliver cutting-edge ideas, tips, and techniques that will help each individual ascend themselves to the apex version of their work and their home lives. Hey, what's up, everyone? It is that time once again. Welcome back to another impactful episode of Mind Muscle Mastery. Today is episode 23, and I want to take a quick minute before we jump into the content today to say thank you to each and every one of you listeners that has helped contribute to the success of this show. I am honored, I am grateful, and I am truly, truly thankful for all of the love and the support and the listenership that each and every one of you has given on a weekly basis. I promise you, I guarantee you, I will continue to deliver cutting-edge, thought-provoking, life-enhancing content in each one of these episodes. And as always, if today benefits you, if you gain any value, if you learn anything that helps you, I simply ask you to do what you've been doing and share the link on your social media, share it in your email, your text, spread the word to other people. The conversation today is not something that is easily discussed. It's not something that's easily opened up when you're seeing someone face to face. It's not something that's fun to talk about. It's not something that comes across in a fun way. And I want to talk about what I call the shadow pandemic. Now, we're obviously in the middle of a health crisis, a health pandemic with the COVID-19 and the lockdowns and the quarantines and the unemployment and the sicknesses and the death and everything that's going on. We understand we have a health pandemic that's directly here in front of our face. But I call this issue the shadow pandemic because it's an issue that has grown and caused tons of problems for millions of people around this country and around this planet. And it stays in the shadows. It doesn't get discussed. It doesn't get treated. It doesn't get addressed because of how taboo it is. And I'm talking about domestic violence and domestic abuse. From the year 2000 to the year 2020, domestic violence and domestic abuse grows about 1% to 2% a year. Now, that is a disgusting statistic. However, it is on the lower side. And I say that because right now, in the past four months due to the COVID-19 pandemic, the reported cases, not all of the cases in total, but just the reported cases around the world, domestic violence and abuse has increased by 20%. In just four months, there are millions of people living in a physical hell. They are being hit. They are being controlled, brainwashed, tortured, whatever terrible reality they're facing, it is taking place on a much higher level because so many people are let go from their jobs. They're not going to school. They can't go to the gym. They're not going away from the home nine hours, 10 hours a day. They're all face to face. And the people that are being abused, the people that are being manipulated, the people that are being hurt, the domestic violence that's going on is happening at a 24-7 rate. It's happening continuously over and over. And so many people are unable to escape it because there's nowhere to escape to. Now, 
I'm not going to get into the psychology. I'm not going to get into the philosophy. I'm not going to get deep into something that I'm not qualified to speak on. But what I want to do is I want to raise awareness to the people that are surrounding the friends, that are surrounding the family members, that are surrounding the coworkers who are dealing with domestic violence and domestic abuse. And I want to teach a couple methods and ideas and techniques that you can use to help discover if this person needs immediate help because they probably can't do it themselves. They're not in a position to be able to escape, to be able to call somebody into their home, to be able to leave their home and go see somebody else. So it is our responsibility as the outsider. It is our duty. It is our right to be able to help these people and step in and help cut off the problems as quick as possible if we're able to notice it. And the first thing that I want to say is there is absolutely no justification for any layer of domestic violence and domestic abuse. It is not your fault. It is not the person's fault. You do not need to carry that baggage or that darkness. You are not responsible for the actions and the demonic, terrible thought process that that person puts into their anger that they take out on you. It is not your fault. So, there should be no allowance for a justification as to why someone is being abused. There should be no conversation that justifies why a man is hitting a woman, why a woman is hitting a man, why parents are beating their kids, why siblings are hurting their parents. There is no reason why there should be any layer of justification. This type of conversation should never happen. Well, you know, he just got fired. He just got let go. She's in a really bad position right now. She doesn't know if any money is going to come in. She's really stressed. She's really concerned. Doesn't know if she can keep the lights on and put food in her stomach. She's just really on edge. So that is why he or she is being the way they are. That is not acceptable. There should be no more justification for somebody hitting another person, for somebody manipulating another person, for somebody verbally abusing and demeaning another person. The first and foremost, most important tactic that needs to happen is the removal of the justification for abuse, manipulation, and violence. Now, the second one, this is very important for each and every one of you that is from the outside looking in and knows or potentially is aware of a family member, a friend, or a coworker that might be in a bad domestic violence or domestic abuse situation. But, as I said at the beginning, it's not an easy conversation to have. It is not a simple conversation to step into, and for most people, it's avoided, even if the person is being hit, is being neglected, is being manipulated in their home, they don't want to talk about it out of fear, out of worry that something terrible is going to come back on them, or even worse, they don't want to talk about it and be looked at as crazy because the other people they're telling don't believe them. So what is important is to understand the type of questions that need to be asked. Now, I am not a professional. I am not a trained professional in this specific area, but I can tell you from being the professional speaker that I am, from being the motivator, from being the thought leader, from being a person that stands up in front of large groups of people and works with people one-on-one, -on -one, I have developed a really powerful technique from experience 
on figuring out how to get a layer of truth or the complete truth out of somebody through specific questions. Now, this is not a guaranteed 100% always going to work fail-proof technique. However, it is better than 50%. And for the majority of the time, somebody that I've sat in front of or stood in front of or talked to on the side, I have been able to use this technique to get them to open up. That's what we want to do. We want to get people to open up and be comfortable talking to you about their situation. So the first thing you need to understand as the outsider who should be stepping in to help is you don't ask this question. Are you okay? Every person is going to look at you and they're going to say, yes, I'm okay, because they don't want to be a burden. They don't want to become somebody else's obligation. They don't want to look like a whiner or a complainer. So if you're asking somebody, are you okay? Are you doing good? 99 out of 100 times, they're going to say yes. They're going to look you in the face and they're going to say yes, because it's just easier to answer that way. So you want to shift the questions into specific formats that can be answered with information because the question invokes a specific emotion that is hard for that person to hide. And here are the three questions. When you're talking to somebody that you know of or potentially know of that is in a situation where they could be being abused or having extreme violence done to them, you want to start out with these questions. Are you mad? Are you sad? Are you scared? And as you go through those specific emotional invoking questions, it will get people to think about their situation because you're asking a specific question. Are you mad? No, I'm not mad. I'm calm. I'm not really upset. Okay, so it's not that. Are you sad? No, I mean, I've had better days, but, you know, I'm, I'm not really that sad. I'm, I'm doing okay. I'm getting by. Are you scared? Yes. Yes, I am. I'm scared because my husband, he's been drinking a lot. He gets very vocally and physically aggressive. He throws things. He's pushed me. He's grabbed my wrist. I've hit the ground. I've had bruises. I'm scared he's going to hit me again. I'm scared he might hit our kids. My wife... I'm terrified that when I leave the house to go look for a job or to do anything that she's going to take her anger out on her kids because she doesn't have the ability to control the loss of her job or the fact that she's not having any income. I'm, I'm, I'm terrified something's going to happen. And you will get a response out of them. And then once you receive that response, what I have found to be the best possible solution is to offer them empowerment. You cannot tell them you need to leave that person. They know that, but they probably can't in that moment because they're terrified of the repercussions of leaving. You cannot tell them, well, you need to fight back. You need to stand your ground. They probably can't or else they would have tried it. So the best possible technique that you can do to somebody that is potentially experiencing abuse, that is potentially experiencing violence within the home is empower them mentally, empower them emotionally, and empower them spiritually so that they can create the most powerful form of education, which is self-discovery. You must position your conversation around the fact of them being empowered to discover that the relationship they're in isn't 
worth it. It's not worth it to continue being around a person that you need to justify why it's okay they hit you, that you need to justify why it's okay they absolutely destroy you with the worst words possible. And that's how it comes full circle. You need to empower them Make them believe they have value. Make them believe they have worth. Make them believe they have confidence and strength in themselves. Because when they start to empower themselves, they will create self-discovery and realize that they aren't getting back what they deserve. They're putting in a ton and getting nothing back. Because that at the core is what an abusive relationship is. One person does everything and that person does nothing but destruction in return. And this is the type of conversation that isn't happening. This is the shadow pandemic. Because the abuse rate is up 20% in four months. And as I said at the beginning, that's just what has been reported. As an outsider, as a person who is able to notice it, as a person who is able to come in contact with it, it is our duty and responsibility to help those people who can't. Because right now is the worst time for somebody to be in an abusive relationship because there is no escape. They can't go to school. They can't go to work. They can't go to the gym. They can't go out to the bar. There is no escape. So now more than ever, these people in these situations need help. This conversation needs to be had. I have talked to, I have stood in front of, I have exchanged emails and direct messages with too many people that are in bad situations and are literally asking for help. But it is our responsibility to notice it, to talk about it, and to activate a solution. I'm going to say them again. The first one is to help people remove the layer of justification. There is no reason any man or any woman should hit another person. There is no justified answer. And if you need to justify something, that is the answer itself telling you this is bad. The second thing is to ask specific questions. If you're talking to somebody that is a potential victim, are you mad Are you sad or are you scared? And then the third layer is to empower them in their self. Build their confidence, build their value, build their worth, build their mental strength so that they can make the self-discovery that this relationship is not worth it. Because this 20% increase needs to decrease immediately because suicide, addiction, and murder has also started to skyrocket. And if in the home there is no peace, there is no tranquility, there is no love, there is no respect, that is the deepest layer of hell because the home is supposed to be the safe haven. Home is supposed to be ground zero. So if you come in contact with someone, please help them. It is our right to be there for them. It is our duty and our responsibility to help destroy and decrease the percentage on this shadow pandemic. Grant yourself or grant another person the permission to walk away. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. All right, that is it for today's episode. If this episode resonated with you, whatever platform you're on, take a quick minute and interact with us. If you're at Apple Podcasts, press the subscribe button at the top, scroll down, give us a rating. If you're listening on Spotify, simply just press the follow button, continue your listenership with us. And as always, we leave you with this message. I wish you health, wealth, love for yourself, all of the best types of success until the day that you rest. Thank you, everybody. I am forever grateful.